Changing minds one thought at a time. Greetings and welcome to Motivate Social Podcast, where we bring you people who are changing the world via social media. I am Dr. Ikeena Finch, and my lovely co-host, Vanessa Canterbury, is always here with me. How are you doing there, Vanessa? I am great. How are you? I am excited because we're having a wonderful, wonderful guest today. He is the founder and CEO of Blogging Concentrated. And he is a podcaster himself, so he's going to give us all kinds of good nuggets. So without further ado, I would love to introduce Dan R. Moore. How are you, Dan? I'm always good and happy to be here with the motivated. (laughs) Well, yes, yes. And we are always motivated. So, you know, you're right in the right place. So I'm, without further ado, I'm going to ask you the question that everybody's waiting on. How do you change the world via social media? You want me to answer that in like six words or three minutes or a 30-second soundbite? How, how would you like me to answer that question? You just give it to us raw. That's how we want it. Well, I think most people have the idea that they're going to use social media to sell a product or a concept or pass on some information. But I think at the heart of of social media and the Internet, I think the real power in it is building an audience. And the what people don't think through is that they think the audience is there to buy the product. But in reality, just like... Martin Luther King did, the audience is there to to do what it is that you need them to do. Like if if you like Martin Luther King wanted to change the world, he wasn't there to to sell an ebook. He was there to convince you know people that they need to adopt a certain ideology, a certain mm-hmm. uh, life policy. And it's when we all believe the same thing that we can move forward together. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping that. You know, if you're, if you're listening and you're out there and you're thinking, how do I use Facebook ads to sell my product? That maybe you should reconsider and think, how do I use this audience, you know, to, to change the way we do things as a, as a country, as a group, as a community? Because mm-hmm. the people will buy the book. The people will buy the product. When they know that their ideology and your ideology are aligned, and mm-hmm. they are looking to get better at it. They're looking to get smarter, faster, stronger. They're looking to really mm-hmm. dig deep into what it is you have to say. Nobody wants to buy an ebook. People want to people want to be inspired and motivated. They want to change the way they think. They want to change the way other the way other people think. So mm-hmm. use social media to to create an audience, and then let that audience you know take advantage of whatever you have to offer. But really, the goal should be audience building. Oh. Wow. Um, Dan, you, you got my attention because I'm always, always telling people that it's not about what you have. It's, it's you. They want to know about you, and that's what they are looking for. They're looking for the people just to be you, just be authentic, just be you. That's it. And you build that relationship from there. 
Um, so I'm loving what you're saying, and I'm, I'm loving the fact that you're using podcasts to be able to help people change people's thinking because I'm always big about that mindset. We have to shift our mindset so we can be able to think on another level. We're in this technology world. And so if we're in this technology world, people are, are using it, but are you using it for the right reasons? And so I'm loving what you're doing. What's one of the things that made you go into podcasting to be able to help people to be able to think bigger and, and go and, and go broader, basically, because it reaches so much bigger audience? What made you go into that field? Well, podcasting for us was an opportunity to reach an audience we couldn't reach any other way. You know, Right now, podcasting is still kind of niche. And, and maybe at the end of next year, when Ford and Chevrolet cars have a podcasting channel built right in, will it become common practice to just tune into the audio program that you want to listen to? But right now, the hurdles to listening to a podcast are quite steep. You know, you have to have a smartphone, basically, and then you have to un- know that iTunes exists, and then you have to know how to search for one, and then you have to know how to subscribe to one. Like, you know, you can't just show up one day and start listening. So for us, the hurdles put in place to listen to a podcast meant that that was a special group of people, you know, that were technologically inclined. And our podcast is social media, blogging, and tech news, and how does it, you know, affect us as bloggers, vloggers, and podcasters. So Mm -hmm. for us, the, the filter of who listens to a podcast was a was a perfect reason to start there. I mean, that was an, an audience that we we just couldn't reach. And what's interesting about that is that our entire business is built on the concept of the audience we couldn't reach. Because as, mm-hmm. as Blogging Concentrated, we travel all over the world, and we do you know Saturday and Sunday workshops live in different cities. So we'll be in Lansing, Michigan, or Auckland, New Zealand, um, or San Diego, California, because – those are people we couldn't reach otherwise. You know, they won't come to a big conference sometimes. Uh, they just want to come to something local. So pretty much everything that we have done is to try to reach people that, that we couldn't have re- reached otherwise, and podcasting was a, was a perfect segue for us to the next to the next step of that ladder. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, you speak in my language. You know I love all that tech stuff. And because of that, um, that is a great niche because so many it changes so much. And for them to have an outlet to go and find out what the latest and greatest is, that is a great way to serve the people. And I heard you say we. So who else is part of Blogging Concentrated? Well, I'm I'm sitting right here with my business partner, Rachel Martin. She runs or has run FindingJoy.net for about eight years. It's a blog about uh, motherhood for the for the most part, about growing into motherhood and, and becoming someone that you're proud of yourself. And uh, that particular site sometimes gets up to 200,000 people a day, and she's got blog posts that have a million likes. Um, so she, is, she is, has become not only a blogging expert, but uh, she's a communication expert. She understands what it takes to actually not only reach your audience, but use the words that resonate with their heart so that they want to share what you have to say. Uh, and so they become the viral part about the business. You know, with with Blogging Concentrated and, and Amplify, you know, our, our real goal is to build an audience. 
and we pretty much use Rachel's knowledge in terms of how to take that audience and they become the the viral part about the business. They're the ones who share it voraciously. They're the ones who write, hey, you haven't posted something today. When are you going to post it? I want to share it with my mom. I haven't even read it yet. Uh, you know, those kinds of things. So R- Rachel's a integral part, probably probably the most important part of the business because she does some really powerful things with her audience. Well, uh, if you wouldn't mind, would Rachel like to say something? Yeah, Rachel's right here. Hello. I'm right here. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> Hello, Rachel. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you for letting me just sneak in all of a sudden. Oh, yes, yes. We want to have the complete package of blogging concentrated. So tell us how you're changing the world via social media. How I'm changing the world via social media. Well, I love social media because I tell lots of people this and mom entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs in general that for thousands and thousands of years people have wanted to have a voice and to make change in the world. And social media and online and blogs and all of that is this opportunity for everybody to have a voice, and it's an opportunity for people that it was impossible to have a voice to now have a voice. And so when I look at social media, it's a really cool and powerful tool in that way. Okay, wait a second, Dr. Finch. Rachel is humble. So <laughs> she just gave a somewhat generic no, I, what I tell people. What she did not tell you is that every single week, maybe almost every day, she gets a message from from someone on the planet who says, I was about to take my own life until I read your post. And you made yeah. me realize that, there are, that I am not the only one out there and that my feelings are okay and that there is hope for me. And oh. I'm looking forward to you know, a new happiness, and thank you for saving my life. She does that oh. every week someone writes and says that. And, in fact, she dislikes going into her messages because they're always heavy. You know, there's people with lots of things that write in and just resonate with what she writes because she really talks all about hope. So she changes the world every day by making sure that there's a mom and families that maybe there wouldn't have been. Wow. That's beautiful. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, left me speechless um, because um, I am a mom, and I know what it feels like to feel like you are voiceless and that your message doesn't matter and your, um, and your mission to be able to make change in the world doesn't matter, um, that nobody's not listening, and um, to be able to swim your, your way through the waves of life is the best way to put it. Um, so, that's so, so, so commendable of you, Rachel, to be able to just, to be able to give somebody else hope because it's hard. Being a parent, regardless if you're a single parent or two-parent home, it is so hard, especially in this economy that we live in today. And so I salute you. And for, uh, it just goes to show with you and Dan, that you guys are just so sync and to be so humble and just to be able to just put your message out there, um, my goodness, you guys left me totally speechless because it's, it's hard to find um, genuine, humble, grateful people that's doing it just because they know that it's needed. I hope that makes sense. And so thank you. Thank you so much. Um, 
what made Rachel and Rachel and Dan the the duo come together to be able to, you know, go this level? I mean, is there was was there something, Dan? I don't know if you come from a single parent home or Rachel, you come from a single parent home, but it caught my attention when you was talking about parents and just mainly moms. What made you guys, you know, do something in that arena with moms? I mean, was there something that transpired that made you say you need to gravitate to that direction for moms? Well, for for me, I am a I'm a single mom. So, and I've been blogging prior to being a single mom, and always I had this heart for moms, and I had this um, deep knowledge that I was stuck in life and that not a lot of people talked about it because social social media was really a highlight reel of people's lives. I say Facebook, it's just it's all the good stuff. And I really want moms and everybody to support everybody with the good too because when you're in a spot of good, you need someone that, that gives you a high five. But it also can be a really lonely place. And I got lots of moms that would write me all the time saying they felt all alone. And so I thought, well, if I feel alone and they feel alone, I'm just going to start writing about the stuff that I that goes on in my head. And we had a post about two years ago that we wrote about the motherhood days that we should talk about. And it was just about those days that it's just the little things that go on that just kind of make you want to just go in the closet and just kind of scream. That's how it started because it's just frustrating. And it went really, really viral. And I think part of it was because so many moms feel alone. And it was like I just – consider it and Dan considers it kind of this mission to be able to articulate the feelings that we all have. And if one person says, you know what, I have that feeling too, and I made it through, then there's, there's hope and healing. And the truth is, and I tell moms this and everybody this, is that your track record for bad days is 100%. No matter how bad a day it is, your track record right now, if you're reading this post or talking to me, is 100% success in getting through the bad days. And knowing that, it can help you start to find and look for the good in challenging situations, that's really the posture of finding joy is that it doesn't, you don't have to necessarily always achieve happy at every second, but it's more of deciding to look for joy and being grateful for things in the middle of lives that aren't perfect. Kind of always joke that when I was little, I wanted my life to be on the Hallmark channel, but as the older I got, I realized I belonged on Bravo and it's a very beautiful place to be there and it doesn't have to look what I pictured as a child. From a business perspective, we, with FindingJoy.net, we have an audience of moms. Now, every day we give that audience um, what they come for. Now, you often hear people talking about be authentic online. And we like to rephrase that concept. We, we think that everyone pretty much is themselves online, like for the most part. There are a few people who, who pretend, I guess. But I, I think that when people talk about being authentic, it doesn't often resonate with people because they feel like they are authentic. They feel like they are being themselves. But what they're missing is when people say <clears throat> be authentic, what they're really saying is have an authentic relationship with your audience. Not necessarily be yourself or, you know, say things from your heart. When Rachel writes, the reason that people follow her is because what she writes is part of their heart. So they follow her with authentic intention. Like they believe that she is there for for them. Now, when Rachel decides, you know what, I'm going to put up a, a meme today. I'm going to put up a graphic. Instead of putting up 
something um, maybe that Jimmy Fallon does or some funny cat video just to entertain our audience. She will take a quote from one of her blog posts, something that people have tweeted before, and she will turn that into a graphic. And it will be about moms. And that quote, you know, occasionally that those little graphics reach 10 million people. But, you know, and on those days, our our page grows substantially. And the reason that it grows is because the people who then like the page like it because they like the quote. Like the, the reason that they're there is because they like the quote about motherhood. It again becomes an authentic relationship between Rachel and the audience. There isn't any you know, like Amazon gift card giveaways where you get a bunch of new fans for no real reason. It's that they resonate with what she is and what she does. Now, the first question was, how do we change the world with social media? So one of the things that we do is we change the world of small businesses. So we have this audience, and every once in a while, we want to uh, tell them or introduce them to a product or something that we really think they will resonate with. So in most recently, um, we found a company called Inspirato, and it's a small, you know, one-person company, and he takes – uh, graphics and he puts them on posters in a really cool way and he also takes graphics and puts them on shower curtains and some other odd odd things. But we took we asked him if we could take some of Rachel's quotes and put them on a poster if he would put them on the poster and then we would sell that poster. And all we did was put up an Instagram picture of, of one of these posters that he helped us make and we sold 1,100 units for him. Now, for a one-man company, the ability to, you know, for someone to sell 1,100 units, you know, in a matter of hours is unbelievable. So I don't know, I don't really know if this guy has kids that are in college or a mortgage that's behind or, you know, anything like that. But the opportunity for us to make a bunch of sales so that this small company has money and he can do with it what he needs to do, not only put money in our pockets and put something powerful in the hands of the audience, but it changed the small business. Maybe it gave him the opportunity to buy a, a new printer or, you know, or something else that would grow his business. But we use the power of our audience to then help change a small business. And we do that over and over again and, and think that's a pretty, uh, pretty astounding way to use social media. Oh, my goodness. You know, anytime you're able to use social media in a positive way in the world of all this negativity. I mean, I have to salute you because, you know, you can go down your feeds all the time and see all this negative, negative, negative. But then when you see that one pop of positive, you know, that could change your life. And then to back it up with such a powerful blog as well, I mean, my goodness. And then the podcast, I mean, my goodness, y'all are just hitting them with a triple punch, right? I am just so honored to have both of you on the line right now. So can you tell us what is uh, some of the next steps that we should be looking for from Blogging Concentrated? Oh, you're asking what our ish is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know your ish. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Well, our next thing is, we actually have turned Blogging Concentrated into a three-hour performance, and we are uh, hoping for 2017 that you'll be able to buy tickets at a 
performing arts center or at a college near you where we're we're planning on um uh presenting our performance our show uh about the power of social media and uh the phenomenon of viral it's a kind of a, a three hour performance and and uh we've been shopping at two performing arts centers and, and colleges, and uh, we are hoping to fill up the schedule for 2017 with something completely different than we've ever done before. I think he just wants to add actor, too, onto his LinkedIn profile. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, yes, that's the next thing. I'm really excited about it because so many people are curious about the stories of entrepreneurs and are curious about the people that have ta- have ventured into the online world and made a difference or made a success of it. And we've, we've figured that out over the last three, four years, that we're always being asked about that story aspect. So we've taken that and are making it into the new thing. Wow. See, I, I'm loving this. You guys, again, you have me so, man, I'm excited. I am excited um, because I remember the moment when I was making that transition over to being an entrepreneur that I was like, wait a minute, I I thought I know social media, but I guess I didn't. But now we have to be so prepared with this technology world. Everything is going live stream, and there's so many ways how you can be able to reach your audience, and I'm loving, loving, loving what you guys are doing. I want to make sure that the audience are able to be able to stay connected with you. So please take a moment to let them know where they could be able to find you um, all over social media. Well, primarily we're at blogatconcentrated.com. That's kind of the the hub of uh, all our activity. Um, Otherwise, you can find us at the Amplify podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else. There's a couple of different Amplify podcasts, though, a couple of religious ones. We are the Amplify Social Media Blogging and Tech Podcast. And then I think you can find us pretty much anywhere under our usernames, like Dan R. Morris or Finding Underscore Joy on Twitter and everywhere else that people talk with some some level of smarts. We like to be in those places. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. And why, you know, I'm interested that, uh, why do y'all chose Amplify for your uh, podcast and not maybe blogging concentrated or something like that? That is a good question for sure. And the answer to that is because we have always decided to brand each thing with its own look and feel. So each of our curriculum, we have six different curriculum that we take around the world you know, each one has its own name and, and logo and concept. You know, we have Sequoia and we have Circles and Threshold and um, Amplify became the podcast. Um, we have a course that we call On Belay. You know, each one needs to stand on its own because as a business, you know, if somebody wants to buy a piece or a whole of, you know, what comes at some point, we need to be able to give them a finished product. Amplify, we went through the concept. I think it was two days. Yeah, we went through. My idea was we need to use a, a radio term. So I called a disc jockey friend and said, hey, can you send me just a list of, like, terms that you use on the radio, like broadcast and just things that I would not know as a non-radio person. And one of them he sent was amplifier. Um 
so I think we just kind of pivoted off of that and decided, you know what, that is kind of what we do is amplify our voice. Although I will say, I think our main thing beyond the, the name Amplify really is audience. And in fact, Audience Industries is the name of our umbrella company because it kind of encapsulates, you know, everything that we do is about building your audience. You know, I wish people realized the power of the audience. Like somebody like Ford Motor Company, you know, Ford sells cars. But what they fail to realize is that the cars is, could, might not even be their asset. Maybe the asset is all of the Ford fans. But Ford doesn't have a relationship really with Ford fans. Like you don't get emails from Ford. You know, you know there, there's, no, there's, just, there's just no concept at that company that you know, we should really stoke the audience because the audience itself can be a revenue machine. So they could, they could use Amazon as little as ridiculous as it sounds. Ford Motor Company could tell you to go buy this particular brand of windshield wipe, you know, wipers when your wipers go out because they're great, you know, like Rain-X or somebody came up with them, and they could send you to Amazon, and they could make a ton of money on Amazon by helping all of their people buy the windshield wipers that they want them to buy. Now, I know they're, you know, vertically integrated and want you to go to the dealership, but, you know, there's millions of windshield wipers sold every day. they they got to know people don't always go. But for some reason, most big companies don't realize that they have power in the audience, and so they just focus on their product, and they never realize that the real asset is the people that they have filtered into their audience. And, you know, the, fact, the reason why they're there in the first place is something that could be used for good. Oh, my goodness. That is a beautiful explanation. And, you know, I want to thank you, Dan, and I want to thank you, Rachel. You know, Rachel, especially for popping in for us. You know, it was a great treat. Thank you for getting me. <laughs> Of course, of course, and I can see what, uh, where the business mind and where the motivational mind lies, and it's a beautiful mix. And, you know, just like uh, Vanessa and myself have our dynamic, y'all definitely have your dynamic as well, and it is powerful, and it is changing lives every day, and I want to thank you both for being on the show. And, Vanessa, you have any final closing words? My goodness, we got to make sure that you guys, the, the, of what you're going to be doing for 2017, we have to have you back. We have to have you back so we can make sure that we can support you guys. We want to hear all about it. I, I'm just so excited for you guys. It's just, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, we appreciate that. Yeah, we're hoping, uh, are you guys both in Nashville? Uh, I'm in Nashville, and then we have uh, Vanessa's in Chicago. I'm in Chicago. Oh, I see. Well, we're hoping to uh, to play both cities, so maybe we'll have you guys both out, and we could uh, do something on stage together. That'd be kind of fun. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Consider it done. <laughs> Otherwise, but we plan to have you guys on our podcast as well. We we like to uh, we like to introduce you to the the audience that we put together, and show them all the ish. That you have to speak up. <laughs> You're going to have to make that happen. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will never live that word is down. I will not. <laughs> you should. You don't have to live it down. You should own it. And you yes. make shirts for your audience that says, what, what's your ish? And sell the shirts. Boom. That's what we're doing now. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, we want to thank you both for being part of the show today, and we are definitely honored. And we want to thank the audience for listening today. And please, please, please tune in for our next podcast where we are going to continue to bring you people who are changing the world via social media. Good night, everyone. Good night.